0: Not eating so often. The other is it gives you a far more social flexibility, right? You can go to a noon meeting if you have to, or you can go out to dinner at a particular time. And you, you know, I guess it makes it kind of tough if you want to meet somebody for breakfast because then you're the you're the dork who's just like sipping black coffee and like refusing everything. But anyway, I've been that dork, so it's you know one of those things you just kind of work with. But the fact of the matter is, ghrelin secretion, because of its relationship to the nervous system can be shifted by about 45 minutes per day. Now it's going to vary. Some of you have more so-called willpower, you know, but if you really want to just start pushing that first meal out or shifting it in any direction, some people might want to eat in the early part of the day and not in the evening, trying to shift the meal times out, the spacing by about 45 minutes is what the, the the neural circuits that link the ghrelin system to the neural circuits that control feeding really can handle because it's a form of neuroplasticity. And so what this would look like is if you normally you eat breakfast at eight o'clock, plus or minus 20 minutes and you want to start eating your first meal at noon, you would take maybe four or five days and just start pushing the meal out by about 45 minutes to an hour each day. So it's not quite as painful or you can just take the plunge and just do it all at once. I have a colleague who Uh, was a neurosurgeon uh, at Stanford, came up through my lab. He's now at Neuralink and he has a great practice. He keeps his ghrelin system at random. What he does is he skips one meal per day and he makes his external schedule dictate that. So sometimes he skips breakfast, sometimes he skips lunch, sometimes he skips dinner. He just skips one of the three major meals per day. And in doing that, the ghrelin system is always kind of uh, kept off kilter. And it probably also allows him to have a lot of neural flexibility, what we call top-down control, just the knowledge. Oh, you know, the hunger I'm feeling isn't necessarily hypoglycemia. And in his case, it's almost certainly not. And therefore what I'm feeling here is an act, Activation of these AGRP neurons, and therefore I can push my meal schedule around however I want. Now, I should mention that top down mechanisms are powerful belief, motivation, these things can really shift neural circuits. We're going to talk more about that a little bit later. But there are also people who are genuinely hypoglycemic and that need to take really good control of their blood sugar levels and try and keep them stable. And so, of course, you want to do what's medically safe for you. I'm not at all recommending that people that suffer from hypoglycemia suddenly you know, disrupt their blood sugar patterns in any direction, that wouldn't be healthy. But for most people out there who have reasonable uh, blood glucose levels, um, it's kind of interesting and kind of fun to play with these parameters in order to optimize what you want to do. And sometimes that might change across the year or with schedules, many people, find great benefit in having flexibility over when they eat. Regularity of eating equals regularity of ghrelin secretion equals regularity of activity of these AGRP neurons, meaning you will be hungry at very regular intervals. So that's something that you can work with. It's grounded in deep mechanism of hormone and neural systems. And there's a lot of modern research to support what I just said. So if MSH inhibits feeding, makes us want to eat less, and ghrelin makes us want to eat more, There's another hormone called CCK, cholecystokinin.